0: The Spot Track Podcast, talking sports contracts, the salary cap, and business of sports. Hello, buddy. Welcome to the Spot Track Podcast. I'm Kevin Sylvester, along with Paul Pack, back this week, and the founder of SpotTrack.com, Mike Genetti. We're brought to you by the Athletic and theAthletic.com, the subscription-based sports news site. If you're not subscribing, make sure you do so today. We'll tell you about a special offer later in the show from theAthletic.com. Paul, good to have you back. Yes. We miss nice, you.
1: And thank you. I, I heard, I listened to the pod last week. You guys did a great job. I had a little uh, little getaway to see the family down in Florida, all refreshed and relaxed and uh uh, I kind of got out of Florida right before tra- spring training started, which means basically Fort Myers, Florida becomes Boston South. So not that that's the worst Pocket. thing in the world. Yeah, there was no smart packs over at the uh, at the airport. So, um, But it's an interesting dynamic, particularly at a place in Florida where you have a very fervent fan base like the Red Sox fans or they take over that town for the next month. So it was interesting, and it was interesting being down there on the brink of the start of training camp with all the stuff that's going on around base. So, um it it was it was interesting. It was fun.
0: We're going to uh get to baseball yeah, we'll get there. in a little bit because yes, there's some uh, developments and some things certainly to discuss, but we're going to talk uh football, not XFL football, right? <laughs> we're are yeah. we are we over? I,
1: it? I
2: didn't watch. I didn't I watched I a little
1: watched. bit more of it this weekend than I had the first weekend. It just it didn't didn't grab me. And and, and I think that's The problem is is you don't know any of the players. The the football's okay, but it's not enough to make me not do something else. And, you know, I I think you saw the, you know, there were a couple teams that had some good offensive performances, Mike, but generally the offenses weren't great. The quarterback play wasn't great. This is this is the problem. There aren't enough good offensive linemen in the NFL, which means (laughs) there aren't enough guys to protect quarterbacks in any other league, which makes the quarterbacks struggle and I think that's the problem they're going to have to figure out how to overcome
0: yeah I I watched a half of the Tampa Bay Seattle game Mm -hmm. yep I thought to myself you know
1: uh, the only, I, I would watch Seattle and Tampa Bay in the NFL. Why the hell am I watching this in the
0: XFL? <laughs> right.
1: I love the innovations. Me too. I, the, the innovations are awesome. I saw a little more of that this weekend than I had the first weekend. I love being able to eavesdrop on people and obviously Mike McGloin ripping the coaching staff at halftime of his game was a priceless moment. <laughs> May ultimately be the most XFL moment of them all. Um, I, I think that's really cool. It's weird as a broadcaster to see how the broadcasters are handling it, Kevin, because it's such a not a part of any other broadcast where you have to account and shut up because the referees, the coaches, and the players are talking in the middle of the game.
0: This is true. This is true. I, I just was it was an awful game and I'm like, why why
2: am well, I even you know bothering this? You know what we've talked so much in the past couple of shows here about the innovations or at least the proposed innovations of baseball and and the NBA of course. Um, and we're seeing a lot of other sports come out with their, you know, you know innovative changes that they think, you know, they're fantasy stuff that that could get into the game eventually. I, I kind of like that the NFL has this right now. Doesn't it doesn't it feel like the this XFL. is like a no no. Doesn't it doesn't feel like this is like a sandbox for the for what the NFL the NFL's trying to figure out what else they can do to change. Like, for instance, the replay stuff is 100% coming, right? I hope so. This transparency, it's 100% coming, right? Uh, I just feel like the NFL needs this. They 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 have proven they can't figure this stuff out on their own. The problem right? is is the NFL
1: <laughs> is the NFL willing to
2: drop Swallow its their pride. Se- yes, <laughs> thank you. I
1: couldn't think of a better way to say it.
2: Uh I just think they need it. I think they need the, the reaction that they're getting from the XFL right now, which is we love this and this and this even though the quarterbacks can't, you know, complete 8 out of 10 passes but they're I think the gimmicks are the best part of the NFL and, and they don't have to be gimmicks. See, the, it can the, just be like a trial run like baseball does this with with the minor leagues. Yeah, if the There's gimmicks are the best, year. if the gimmicks are the
1: best part yeah, of the it's XFL, not it's not a, it's not going to last. But it, and that and that's the pr- that's the challenge and the problem is the gimmicks only get you so far. Ultimately, the games have to be good and the quarterback play has to be good and that
2: hasn't necessarily been there. But I guess I'm trying to bridge those two things, Paul, whereas if the NFL does swallow their pride and embrace this as a sandbox as as a quasi minor league system that they can try things out in, you know, try different play, you know, you know gameplay interactions, things like that, all these things that you could try. Like I said, baseball really does a nice job of this with we're going to give it 18 months in, in the minor league system, see how it unfolds, see how the players react to it, see how Twitter reacts to it. All those things matter, right? Um and, and then it comes to the game, you know, a little bit later. If the NFL can embrace that, those things should be happening somewhere, and we shouldn't just throw them into the seventeen-game schedule like they did with this pass interference yeah. replay, which has been a disaster. If that could get hashed out in an XFL, and other things can happen down there first, the NFL will be a better product. I, I think there's room for that. I don't know if it can last, though. I, I don't, don't know. I, I worry. No, Kevin. it's not. It's
0: not going to last. Like it's just not. <laughs> Whatever. You know the, the NFL will adopt some things like they did the last time
1: the XFL was around, yeah, and or they'll wait till the XFL goes away and then adopt it, which is kind of what happened the first time around. So it doesn't look well, well, like they're 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 taking things why? from. I, I don't but know. If fans just...
0: are if but if fans are responding, especially in the officiating thing, which yes, uh, there there seems to be an issue uh, with the NFL. I think that's fair to say, right? I mean,
2: it's just you know. oh, business in general. Just anything behind closed doors has to stop, right? Like, stop officiating behind closed doors. Tell us exactly what's happening. And if we still hate you, we still hate you. Yeah. (laughs) Right?
1: Although I do – I'm not sure that I'm a huge fan of the constant uh, interviewing of the players – on yeah. the sidelines like the guy comes off after a fumble and you're st- like what do you think he's going to say like I, what are you yeah. trying to get yeah, out of I can't imagine that? Richard Sherman yeah. being interviewed I, I don't after. I think that's a little much honestly you know as someone who's done sideline reporting before what what, am, what are you supposed to ask the guy oh. just through the interception Well it got McGloin benched right Yeah but that was a halftime that's thing like that was that I give him credit for being as honest as he was that was at the end of the half but yeah he basically said we need to throw the whole game plan out and the coach was like no we don't it was that was pretty cool <laughs> No you You just need to play better. (laughs) Yeah. Well, or you just need to not be Mike McGloin, unfortunately. Well, (laughs) right. Right.
0: Which... Yeah. It's, and that's a, I, I in, a, in, a, in a lot of right. ways, that's the
1: problem. There's too many Mike McGloins in that league. And <laughs> is it Matt? Not a, Matt, Matt McGloy. I, I think not knowing his name
2: is the best. Problem. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Nobody really wants no. to see Mike Matt McGloin,
1: honestly. <laughs> you didn't want to see him when he was playing in the NFL. Well, the problem was, well, whatever. We won't even. <laughs> yeah, let's right. get some trades. Let's
0: get some trades here. Some trade talk here. Let's talk about the NFL and. Some trade candidates here. Andy Dalton, uh, let's talk quarterbacks here. you got Dalton, Newton, and Carr. Do you think these guys are, are going to be traded? Uh, one, well, two, well, yeah, or but all before three? Before you
1: answer that, Mike, the, 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 why are these guys trade candidates? Is it because of their roster situation, their age, or their contracts, which is clearly what we're here to talk yeah. about?
2: Uh, before we get into it, by the way, we're at February 18th. We're a month out of the league year. Uh, just quick timeline update in one week on February 25th, that's the franchise tag window and the transition tag window. So, you know, I think next show will probably touch on, on some candidates that could be happening that day. Uh, so that's first franchise tag, transition tag. As of now, you can use one of each because of the expiring CBA. So that's next. But the, a month from today is when free agency opens and trades can happen. And what we've seen the past couple of years is, man, they are one and the same. We said that four o'clock hits, and bang, there's three players traded. So that's why I'm trying to like incrementally hit on not just guys who can get cut because the cuts are happening. We've seen that, but guys who are going to be extended. That's coming probably sooner. You know, we saw saw a big extension yesterday. I expect a few more at the end of the week. But the second the free agency season opens, there's going to be trades, and I have got a list of of big names that start with these quarterbacks. Why are they tradable? They're, they're tradable because they all have their own different reasons. Andy Dalton is going to be coveted. And I don't think it's, he's going to be coveted as a starting quarterback. But you're going to want you're going to want a viable backup quarterback in a lot of situations. Whether it's you know we've got an old quarterback that might need some coverage in case of injury, uh, or we've got you know a Mitchell Trubisky who we don't even know is if it can make us make it to August with us. Uh, and when you've got that, when you've got the kind of pressure for you know a legitimate backup quarterback, why not throw a sixth or seventh round pick at him? Expiring contract for Dalton. Expiring contract for Newton. Derek Carr's got three years completely non guaranteed. He's young. He's young. So if a team like the Colts think they can bring in Derek Carr to compete with Jacoby Brissett and possibly be better, trade for him. Don't let him get to the open market. Don't let don't let him get released out of this team friendly contract. It's nineteen million a year for Derek Carr. You know, that's way down the line the list of quarterbacks and, and you think you, you can get him for less? Possibly. But don't go, go competing with other teams for a contract when you can bring this guy in for one year non guaranteed and then just see how it works out.
1: I almost feel like when I asked you the question about why these guys are trade candidates, the more I thought about it, it's almost like they have to check two of the three boxes. Okay. Whether it's age, status, starting, or whatever – and money, right? right? And it's almost like if two of those three boxes are not where a team wants them to be, then they become either a trade or a release. Carrier, None of these guys right? are too old, right? Cam, I mean, because think Newton about be those three hurt. guys. Andy Dalton's going to lose his starting job. <laughs> well, yeah. that's one, and he's getting older, so that's two. Yeah, Cam Newton is injured, so his status is up in the air. Yeah. And you know, and they're they're changing things. And he and he, you know, and again, he makes a lot of money. And Derek Carr, his money isn't an issue, but his status becomes an issue, or his age becomes a, a benefit for another benefit, team. Yeah.
0: Well, and and you know the the reports out there that the Raiders. Uh, for, let me just preface this, but when I saw a report, I'm like, Ugh. well, duh, Are you going Brady on us? Well, uh, just real quick, like <laughs> they're going to offer him two years, sixty million. I'm like, that's low.
2: Yeah. I said, right? I, I said the Patriots probably have to go three for a hundred. Yeah.
0: Like I, when I saw, yeah. hey, they're prepared to offer him two for sixty. If I'm Brady, I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, it's not. No, it's not enough. No, it's, it's not, not, not enough even to get him away from New England. In my no, opinion. it's not enough no. to get him away from New England. Like, no, that, I thought that was that was hilarious. Oh, by
2: the way, Derek Carr's still there. So uh, right. that's, that's terrible. Yeah. By the yes. way, I, I've Anyhow. got these guys on the trade list. It's probably more likely that they're going to get cut. All three of them. Well, because it's it's an easier transaction, and teams know the it. teams if, know it right. <laughs> yeah, right? If
0: you're shy, if, if Paul, if you're calling me to. They trade me uh, uh, Darius Slay from the cornerback from Detroit. Like, well, that means you don't want to pay him. You want to get rid of him. Eh, I'm not going to give you a draft pick for the guy.
1: I'm gonna, you're going to cut him, and then I'm going to try to send him in free agency. Sure, and, right. and again, for people that don't know, Mike, when you trade for a player, you trade for his contract. So these guys right. that have bloated or inflated contracts, that's usually a detriment for a and, team yeah. wanting to trade for that's why for these them.
2: guys are there. These guys are all under either expiring contracts or, like I said, with Carr, it's a really easy contract to take on and then get out of. So that's why they're here. They wouldn't be candidates otherwise. There's plenty of players, like, for instance, Jared Goff. Nobody's touching him for two and a half years, all right? Nobody. Yeah. like
1: the Stafford rumors were were completely Nobody. erroneous. I had to do a whole show about it Thursday.
2: Right. <laughs> right.
0: The uh, I heard know, that show. If you and, you're, and if, you did, if you're GM, you know, aren't you talking to the agent anyways? Hey, if I'm, yeah, let's talk about Slater Wink, thing. wink, new contract. Right. Yeah. Hey, listen, if I if I make this trade for him, are we going to get a new contract done, or is he going to be? I don't want to be here. and Not done. You know, that's that's why players get cut. Yes. Right.
2: Oh yes. Uh, there, People know. Look, the tampering happens. Let's not be. You know. Let's not be. Too too big to, to think that doesn't happen. Well,
0: the call it even tampering to me is silly. Like yeah. you're you're doing research when you're doing yeah. it that way.
2: Yeah, Tom Brady's got people out to yes. L.A. and to Oak. Uh, I got this Las guy; Vegas he's a client and...
1: of mine. Uh, he's a forty-two-year-old quarterback. Yeah. Uh, he's married to a supermodel. <laughs> yeah, you know, the I'm the not going to say pic- his name. The silhouette picture yeah. next to the stats. Yeah. Well, I'm you do it this way. Name.
0: Hey, Paul, I'm hypothetical for you, you know, yeah. if, I, if I were forty-two and a quarter yeah. before, at forty-three, yeah. if I was turning 43 what would you want to pay point? a forty-two-year-old
1: quarterback? Yeah. yeah, annoyingly good-looking. By the way, yeah. I got an interesting Brady. I got an interesting Brady take. Because when I was on my vacation, my brother-in-law is a New England native. A huge Patriots fan, so we had a nice hour-long conversation. You can really spend an hour with him. Yeah, I know, I know, (laughs) he's a good dude. Um, But it was interesting to get a Patriots take on what fans take on what they think is going to happen. And and here's what Patriots fans, if they're anything like my brother-in-law, are going to have to wrap their head around the possibility that he's gone. You know, they've gone 20 years, they've gone a lifetime with Tom Brady as their quarterback. And and I think I also think sometimes. The, the, the hardcore Patriots fans still think he's the 29-year-old Tom Brady, and he's not. And and they're going to have a hard time letting him go because it's going to be the Tom Brady they remember, not the Tom Brady he is now. So it was really interesting to get but, that kind of perspective.
0: But when they re-sign Brady and they trade for Stefan Diggs from Minnesota. Well, right? yeah,
2: absolutely. Or, or they could just let Brady walk and then bring in the next TB, right? Well. TB7. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater, baby. Let's do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the quarterback market's going to be incredible. Let's well, and
2: he, and The last
1: thing on Brady was, here's the point I made to my brother-in-law that he could not wrap his head around. It. I said, you know, it may not be Brady's choice. Because what do you mean? I said, it may be Belichick's choice oh, to move on from him. It is
2: Belichick's choice.
1: Right. Because I think everybody choice. thinks it's Tom's decision. Does he want to come back? Does he want to try something new? Where does he want to go? He may not ever even get the opportunity to decide to come back to New England. No.
0: Let's uh, run down some of these other names that you have on the list. Uh, some good the names, show right? Notes. right? So you have Dalton, the running back names or
1: are- Dalton,
0: uh, Dalton Newton Carr. Yeah, uh, you've got a couple tight ends here on the list. Uh, Njoku, Njoku from
2: Cleveland. Sounds like in- he's. They, they, I mean, they've cut four major players yesterday. It sounds like he's on the block. He's he's a he was a, a, talented, a highly tauted, Yeah. Yes. was it Miami? Where's he from? Miami. Miami, Miami, Miami from? right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's got talent, it just seems like the fit's not good. But Been there. a little
1: injury had a little injury history,
2: yeah. but maybe it's a new well, coaching speaking staff. Speaking of teams hit. that need tight ends by the way, I mean, teams like New England, Green Bay, they're going to be in on this kind of guy, so.
0: O.J. Howard also, Exactly. right? Yeah. From Tampa Bay. Same
2: kind of thing. Just really hasn't hit his ceiling yet in Tampa Bay. I'm not sure Bruce Arians' system lends itself to that either. But, although if Philip Rivers goes, Philip Rivers loves his tight ends, so he would love a big, a big uh, size tight end like Howard. So we
0: we mentioned Darius Slay from Detroit. Um, yeah, Schefter talked about that. Yeah, and also you have the Lions' third, the number three pick. Yeah, you want to talk about it? Well, let's Do well, well on the Lions. Let's just talk about the Lions here. Okay, with Slay
2: and then the number three draft pick. Okay, so so I think we're all set on Burrow at number one since he's not going to move out, right? I, we talked about the number two pick and how I, I would advocate for Washington at least listening to, to, to offers to get out because they need so much. Right. Uh, they're taking the you guys are taking right? Chase Young, yes. I think. I think everybody in the world thinks Chase Young's number two, but that leaves, that leaves number three as a really open spot, right? And if they're not trading Stafford this year, which they're not, I, I said it on the show last week, they can certainly go and draft Tua right there. That's what and, Mel and Kiper in his latest mock draft course. has them. Doing it makes now. a ton of sense. I mean, that's we, Paul. You mentioned how many quarterbacks in the league did sit a year and have and have thrived because of it. So it, and that, he may it have to sit to, to me.
1: because of the injury situation. So you may you may yeah. be able to wash your hands of the pressure
2: of having to play him early because you can say, well, he needs the year to injury rehab. I mean, it makes total sense. You can financially make it work easily by having Tua in, in the fold and Stafford for one more year, but. The Lions need a lot of pieces too, and that's a franchise that's got to win right now. I I don't think that coaching staff is long right now. No, That's going to be a short lease. So if they're operating under this is our year and Stafford is going to be the quarterback, you trade out. You trade you let Miami come up to number 3 and take 2 or you let the Chargers come up to number 3 and take 2, you're going to get yourself probably 3 seconds, maybe a first and two se- you know, there's going to be a nice package to get there for that spot because of who teams want to take. So to if me, they're
0: keeping the quarterback, yeah. it makes total sense to trade out.
2: Well, it makes a little sense. I I do think, you know, if if the GM and the owner can come down and say, "Listen, we're all in this together. We understand that there's a transition happening, and we need to get rid of Stafford next year," then then you do take Tua there, right? Yes, you take him. You just I take agree. Tua. Yes. So to me, it's it's twofold. It's fifty fifty. Where are we? Are we all on board with this next three-year process, or, or do we have to win right now? Because that's, the, that's the, how you handle this number three pick. I, the business side of me says get out. Get out. take Get three top 100 picks and get out. But... Uh, you know, I, I, I'm i not sitting in the room. I don't know what kind of pressure is on this team right now.
0: Let's talk some running backs. This is interesting. Uh, David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell.
1: I mean, they're huge names. I mean, yeah. anybody who plays fantasy football knows how big the names are, but anybody that listens to this podcast on a regular basis understands the shelf life of running backs, and you could be superstar, all-pro, number one fantasy football draft one year and out the next year. And David Johnson's a little bit of that case, isn't he? And now the injuries have played a role in this, but he went from being maybe arguably one of the best non-quarterback players in the entire NFL, to now we don't need him anymore.
2: Yeah, it was a quick fall, and oh, by the way, he's right at that. You know, he's, he's 28 years old. He just turned 28 years old. That's the magic number, right? Once you get past 27 as a running back, you are, you're, you know, you're death. So I, I don't know what to do there. Look, they're not cutting him, all right? We need to stop those rumors. They're done. He, he, they're going to lose cap to cut Contractually, him. Contractually, though, you can't cut you him? You can't do it. You can't do it. Everything's guaranteed for 2020, essentially. Uh, you just can't do it. Trading him? I don't know. I mean, he's, he's, got, almost a, he's got over $11 million of salary this year. Mm. I don't think anybody in their right no, mind would do that. No team wants that. because I, and, and you
1: don't know if you what you're getting with him, either. No. I mean, if you're getting the David Johnson of 2 years ago then he's worth 11 million but you don't know that you are anymore and and that's what makes the Le'Veon Bell thing even more ridiculous Same like scenario. what the Jets did last year was a total pandering to the tabloids and the fan base by oh. signing a big name he was he was useless for them he the whole any football smart people were going to tell you he would be useless um, that he wouldn't fit the system he'd been off for a year yeah. and now all of a sudden they're looking to get rid of him
0: it doesn't make sense to pay running backs all that money. It just doesn't no, and uh the Super Bowl, a running team did not win there there you have it they They ran to the super Bowl, they got to the Super Bowl, what won? Quarterback yeah. one, right?
1: Yeah. yeah you course. put out uh, on Twitter this week the list of running backs yeah. uh, that, that are due for contracts, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a huge and, list. and I looked at the list, and I just chuckled myself. I'm like, none of them are getting it. Like, it, it, no, you know, none of them are getting any kind of money that people think they should or maybe that they think they should.
2: Yeah, I got plenty of comments on that, and I, I, I used every inch of my body not to respond. Do you know what I mean? Well, why? What were the, what <laughs> well were the, I mean, uh-huh. most of them were McA- Christian McCaffrey-related, which, man— He's, in. he's look at he is an all world player. Right. I get it. I get it. And if you're gonna if you're gonna go with a young quarterback, right? If you're gonna go draft somebody this year, or you're gonna bring in Taysom Hill on an offer sheet, you know, a, a not too crazy offer sheet. Fine, give McCaffrey three years guaranteed. Fine, right? Because the window aligns allows sure. itself to and, and he's pay a, him. more than a running back too. Yes, well, for now, right? For now, that, this was David Johnson, people. Yeah, no, this man. was David you're Johnson right. three years ago. Yeah, you're right. One wrist injury and he's gone. So I, I, that's that's the problem with this position. Is it's so fragile. It is so violent and so fragile. I, I, I'm not advocating not to pay Christian McCaffrey. I just worry that if you're gonna like like what if that team brings in Teddy Bridgewater on 30 million a year? There's a lot of people that think that's going to happen. Three for ninety for Teddy Bridgewater. I, I'm not paying Christian McCaffrey 17 million a year. Then I'm just not. I need two wide receivers and a. T- I just my tight end just left. Like, I, I, I can't understand that from a team building standpoint. We, we, we are,
1: this is maybe a future topic, and we've talked about it before. I think we're getting closer to the point where running backs are going to be draft them, play them, one contract, done. 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 They're just, there might not be any significant second contracts given to running backs.
0: They're nine volt batteries.
1: Man, <laughs> have a great long, way to a long, long, long <laughs> <that's just> a
0: <laughs> wide receivers. Um, yeah, you mentioned Diggs. You, you, Stephon, you, have, you have three on, on the list here the show notes. Stefan Diggs, Sammy Watkins, and Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. And and in your your note, know, you have Beckham Jr. To, to New England, perhaps. I mean, why not, right? Well, I'll tell you why not. Uh, you know, Brady... Odell Beckham's a deep ball guy mm-hmm. right I mean no I'm just <laughs> I saying I get you I get you. um uh, how often a does a deep Brady ball through
1: the fewest deep right. balls of any quarterback in the well, league last year it, right?
0: th- that's number one uh, to me that's why Diggs makes more sense to me okay um, and, and number two uh, how often your deep balls connect in the NFL anymore very low percentage. Very yeah. low percentage. Yeah. Now, now that it's said,
1: Beckham is still, you know, when if he's still the Beckham from a couple of years ago, he runs crossing right. patterns. He he's not a fly. He's not a deep post pattern guy. He can make those other plays.
2: Out
0: of these three players, Diggs uh, is the most intriguing to me. Like I'd be most most for New England or for just any any team. in general, just just for any for team. Any team. Yeah. Okay, yeah,
1: he's an inter- he's an intermediate route guy, which is sort of what the league has become now.
2: Yeah. Is Sammy tradable on 14 million? No. 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 I mean, it's only one year. You'd probably have to give him a new contract, which you could lower that cap hit with. I yeah. I don't know. The comments about him not wanting to play in 2020 are crazy, right? I didn't see these. He he basically said he might take a year off. Well, he's had, you know, foot issues yeah. through the years, right? Yeah. Nagging
0: foot issues. Um you, you can you, you can see that he's made plenty of money. Yes. Um he's won a Super Bowl. He's been on three different teams. Can I throw uh, uh, out a
2: really crazy... Yeah, uh, Go ahead. I know what you're going to say. I mean, shouldn't he go back to the Bills where it <laughs> all started? This He's exactly the kind of player, because he doesn't have to be the number four overall pick superstar anymore. He'll, he has a defined role alongside of John Brown and Cole Beasley and a couple of tight ends. I got to think that if... Sammy Watkins has any
1: say in the matter. It's a no. He's coming from Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't want to bring himself into a situation where the quarterback play is significantly less. That's fair. That. Right. That's if, fair. I, if
0: I'm Sammy Watkins. If he's thinking about even retiring. Take a pay cut, right? I, I, if I'm Sammy Watkins, I want to stay in Kansas City. Just take a pay well, cut. Right. Just take a
2: pay yes. cut. Yeah, rework your contract. I take think, a pay cut. I and think stay that's there. very possible. I think that's really possible. How about a
1: Carolina, you know, with Bridgewater? He's he's from that area. You know, he played at Clemson. I mean, you know, a place where he can go with a yeah. w- where he can be sort of be the number one guy with a bright young but, quarterback.
0: But listen, he's not the number one guy
2: in Kansas City. No. And it works. Four. It works. Yeah, yeah, but he he, he did prove he can be a little gimmicky. Right, they use them as a running back. Yes. a lot of teams are. That's really attractive to a lot of teams. So I don't think it's out of bounds that he's not tradable. I mean, it's not going to be a great return. Like I said, it's one year, fourteen million. He's probably going to need a new contract. So there's a little bit of risk investment with it. I don't think it's crazy that he's that he's on the trade block. I don't. I don't. I don't think so either. Yeah. I, I because agree he's with your you there. fourth
1: receiver. You're not. You don't want to pay your. No one wants to pay their
2: fourth receiver fourteen. You're million telling me Gruden here. wouldn't want him in, in Las Vegas? Sure, he would. Right? I mean, Tyrell Williams just is not a number one. He's just not. I don't know what Sammy Watkins is either. Walken's but is not a number but one. But they could be a one a one b. Right? Yeah. I mean, he's he's got veteran experience. Numeral dos.
0: Dos. Yeah, I think you're at right. Best. At, best. at best, fair. At best, uh, Jalen Ramsey.
1: All right. Like, so this is <laughs> wild. Okay. I love when we when you talk on like when the trade happens and you say this is ridiculous. I why would they do this? And then and then three months later we're sitting here going, Oh, it, they came to their senses and they gotta get rid of yeah. them now because it was the stupidest thing they could have well, done. They, what
0: trading form was not stupid. Signing him with that oh. contract was
2: stupid. They didn't sign him. They didn't he's still in his rookie contract. Still, no, I, I thought, thought he they had a signed new contract. Him. Jalen Ramsey? Yeah. No, he's got a fifth-year option coming up, guys. Okay. He, they have not, that's the point. They're the, all of the all of the hot stove rumors are saying they're going to give him a huge contract and he's going to reset the cornerback the market. Fine. But the Rams can't do this. They, they, they have got to get out of this mess. The, the reason, the only way that Jalen Ramsey trade was great. And by the way, guys, it was two firsts and a second. Uh, it was two. Oh, it was Khalil oh. Mack. What are you It was doing? Khalil Mack. Right. Oh all right. My God. So that's awful. Th- that's the reason he's here for me. There's two reasons. The only reason that trade works is if they win the Super Bowl last year. Right. They, did, they didn't They did even get to <laughs> – all right, guys? Correct. It, it completely folded. He just wasn't enough of a defensive push to, to get them to the finish line, which you can understand one cornerback not being. Now they're either going to pay him $100 million, which is what it's going to be for the top cornerback in the league, mm. or flip him and try to get one of those first-round picks back, which to me – but they don't have a first this year or next year – They don't have a third. Sorry, excuse me. They don't have a second. They've completely forfeited their short-term future for the team they have. Now on paper, it's a phenomenal team, right? Todd Gurley, Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, Jared Goff, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. It looks phenomenal, but it just flat out didn't work last year. Right. It just flat out didn't work. And they are the dinosaurs in baseball who are paying the veterans when all the teams with the kids are winning. Right? They are the Red Sox versus the Yankees right now. Okay? So to me, cut your losses, try to recoup some of the draft assets, which are so important to these teams right now. And it's the only way for the Rams to rebuild this thing on the fly. If you don't have a first round pick, what are we doing here? Right? You gave up your next two firsts for a cornerback that you're going to have to give a hundred million dollars to. I I can't, I can't justify it. Send him to Philly. Philly can give you a a Sidney Jones back, a cornerback who's, who's got a nice ceiling, but hasn't performed and a first-round pick, maybe, maybe a first and a second. You've got to recoup some draft assets, and you can't add to this cap. You can't do it.
0: All right, makes sense. Anything else on the NFL trade It's been market? a
2: little quiet. It, like, we're at that quiet
1: time of the NFL, you know, pre-combine. I yeah. mean, it's, you know, Like you said, there's, we've been talking about a lot of the same names and you know, quarterback speculation yeah, for we a couple gotta of weeks now. Talk, we, yeah, we've got to get out Brady and talk. We need another couple. We need the combine right. to start when the rumors start to come out as guys start to talk.
0: Oh, real, real quick. Um, a NFL note: Miles Garrett. Did you see the interview? Yeah, I SPNs. did not see the interview. So uh, you know, he basically yep. uh, he's standing by his accusation of Mason Rudolph of using the N word mm-hmm. to him, and where you know Tomlin has come out and supported Rudolph. I thought
2: that was phenomenal. Yes, I and would. I would play for Mike Tomlin any day. Mike of the week. T- well, <laughs> <played> <laughs> I would play for before. That was outstanding.
0: But uh, Tomlin standing by his man, and, and uh, so it's 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 he said he's you know right he said verse he said here i'm just wondering um how this gets resolved okay. and does this affect garrett's contract
2: status Oof. whatsoever That's a good question can, can i ask this question you guys have a ton of broadcasting experience and paul we've had an offline conversation about this a little bit is it are, are you telling me that it's really not possible that nfl films doesn't have audio of this you know, I
1: don't, it depends on who was mic'd up. I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm not, I don't know whether all quarterbacks are mic'd up at all times. I don't know that.
0: But there are parabolic mics in the sidelines. Everywhere. Yeah, the, the and, and,
1: and they, they cover, they get a lot, you know, so did they get everything? Probably not. So are you implying that they know whether this happened or not?
2: Yeah. I so am. why? So are so. What do we draw from what we know then about that? Well, what we know is Miles Garrett was his suspension was lifted. Yes, right,
0: that's correct. He's off suspension. He spoke.
1: I, yeah, but he did. But he did serve what his sixteen six, six or games. whatever. So, right. I so right. I don't want you to say that by saying, "Well, it was lifted because he must be telling the truth." That, that's a stretch to me. Okay. Okay.
0: You think it, he, you think he's telling the truth? You are saying.
1: Uh, no, okay. I, I don't because th- there's no proof. I I, I only got to go by what wh- less, you know, if you're going to see what worries me and where I feel for Mason Rudolph, assuming that he did not say this yeah. is he's now branded by it. Correct. This. Oh, totally. yes, and that's correct. unfair. Yes. Yes. If it's not true, it's unfair. And that's why I think you're seeing Mason
2: Rudolph fight back so that's, hard.
0: That's uh, from the show Billions, right? The yes. accusations yes. worth 10 times more than
2: the denial. Uh, so, And let me answer answer your question with this. No, Miles Garrett's contract is not going to be affected. Mason Rudolph's will. Sure. He is not a good enough player to, to get through something like this. Miles Garrett is. Miles Garrett's right. getting, getting $100 million, You know, he's getting clear on that point. My, Mason Rudolph, the more this drags out, is likely never going to play football. Well, again. you know, Truly. The, the
0: biggest issue in this is um, it leaked out, like, whoever leaked this out that he claimed that in yeah. the investigation. Like Garrett
1: did, didn't he? Didn't Garrett no, was the one that said this no, first? No, not initially. I don't no, think.
0: not initially. No, Garrett said it when uh, in his hearing, mm-hmm. and then it got leaked out that that was said in the hearing. Now maybe he told somebody he said that. I don't know. Whoever leaked it out, shame on you for leaking it out. Right? There I mean, will if, be lawyers.
2: Right. I'm just saying,
0: <laughs> like you're you're talking about ruining people's images here uh, by whether it was said or not. If if listen, you know the NFL. Um, You've got to take take them at their word. They investigate. They found no evidence. All right. So if they found no evidence of it, uh, they looked into it. But the fact that it was leaked that this happened, like, all right. So I well, mean, if you, Paul, a, if you're a uh, reporter and you got that tip, Yep. you got that tip. Like, hey, hey, Paul, just want to let you know, Miles claimed this uh, in his in his hearing. You're like, whoa. Are you do you realize how big of a deal that is? You just
1: don't you don't go on the air with that Bingo. until you have proof. And unfortunately beyond sports the world <laughs> we live in now the accusation is is more important than the facts. Right. And that's the playbook that a lot of
2: people are right.
0: starting to use. We become a one-source world instead of a two-to-three-source world. So
2: correct. I'm on NFLCommunications.com right now, and I don't see any public relations piece that says the NFL has looked into this and has said that there there has been no evidence showing that my, my, that Mason Rudolph said this. To me, that's the problem. Why isn't the NFL covering all of the bases here? Step forward as the organization and say, "We did our investigation. This is what we found. Whatever's being said now is just hearsay." They they need to be the bigger. They need to be the parents here. They need to be the parents and step forward in front of a microphone, whether it's Brian McCartney, whoever it's going to be. Put this thing to bed. You do not want your new league year with all of it. This is like the Kaepernick stuff all over again. Get it out of your news stream. Do it. Take ownership of it one way or another. Clearly, they've done an investigation on this. They had all the parties in, right? And they determined that it was enough to to rescind the suspension for Miles Garrett. We can't get these two people face-to-face in a room. See, I'm not sure that's worth it.
0: You don't think it's worth to get Mason Rudolph no. and uh, Miles Garrett in a room and say, hey. Oh, with the NFL. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And and, and say, hey, man, I, I heard you say this. Like, I didn't say it. Like, so and so. Well, Okay. Perhaps he thought he heard it. Who knows? Sure. I don't know. But, like, listen, it's 2020. Yeah. Like, you're a major. There's too much on the line here. Get these two fellows well, together it, it, right. to hash it out. And at the end, right or wrong, shake hands and go the separate ways. Sit
2: them in front of the video with the audio that we think exists, and if the audio doesn't have it, then I'm sorry, you know, we, we can't go any forward. We right. can't go any more for it. Yes. Right. we're gonna come out publicly and say we did. We have no actual evidence of this happening. It's all hearsay. We're gonna move forward. At, hey, like we stuff. You know, it, this stuff's just gotta get out. They've gotta. They've gotta speak to yeah. it. It's like the XFL stuff. There's gotta be more transparency. It's it has just, to
0: be. It's. It's unfortunate. Uh, the whole incident. Is just whether it was said, not said. Helmet swung, not what.
2: it's not great, guys. They're operating like things just just live in the newspapers. They're operating like a print story happens, and if nothing else is talked about, there won't be a second print story. That's not the life we live in anymore. No, this stuff is a cesspool, and particularly when you build, it it grows. And and into the racial part of it, it's it's magnified. And and look at the racial stuff; could not be more important in the NFL. Right, this is a Correct. huge. It's a huge thing. They've got to get on top of this. Have to.
0: All right, uh, we we got some soccer and baseball to get to, but want to remind you that today's uh, episode is brought to you by the Athletic, the subscription-based sports news site delivering in-depth sports coverage for real fans. You will get detailed coverage of every trade, free agent signing, storylines on your team, and storylines on your league, and breaking big stories like the baseball one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Ken Rosenthal did a phenomenal job with that. Michael Lombardi, Pierre LeBrun on hockey, plus deep insights from. Uh, gurus and former team executives like John Hollinger, Seth Partnow. Join today, 40% off your yearly subscription. Go to theathletic.com slash botrack40off, theathletic.com slash S-P-O-T-R-A-C 40 off. Let's talk some soccer here. Wow. Manchester City, they've been banned from the European club competition for the next two seasons and fined 25 million pounds. For "quote unquote" serious breaches yeah. of licensing and financial fair play regulation, so a- a- explain what went on here, Mike, because it's it's actually fascinating uh, what they did and the
2: how heavy the levy of a, a penalty this was. So before you all trail off, you know, because we're talking soccer here, the reason I'm bringing this in is twofold. Number one, it's obviously a big financial discussion, but number two. I'm going to bring it back to the Astros after this. Yes. <laughs> right? Well, I'm going to bring a, it back to the Astros. A lot of people are looking at it this way like, wow. Um, yes, because I think a lot of things that were done here uh, from a UEFA standpoint could be uh, a learning lesson for Major League Baseball and a lot of the American sports. Because look at, There's nothing bigger in the world than f- quote-unquote, football, soccer. Football. Okay? You, I mean, you think you think an NFL game on Sunday gets a lot of ratings, gets a lot of viewers. Try f- four times that for any soccer game, any day of the week, anywhere. Okay? It's just, it's just that impactful. So to have a, a club like Manchester City, who over the last decade have been one of the big boys, one of the top two, three, this is different than Manchester United. Yeah, so this is right. like the this LeBron is like the Mets pe- versus the Yankees. All
0: right, because LeBron has a piece of the of Man U, right? Uh, no, Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool. Okay, I'm sorry, right? But uh, Man
1: U is considered one the of the. They're the Yankees. Man, Man you. U's the Yankees.
0: Man City's the Mets. It's Man U then the Glazers from Tampa. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right.
2: Um, all right. I digress. You go ahead. And the Red Sox guys are involved, I think, too. Okay. In one of these, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on that one. I think it might be Man U. But anyway, yeah. This so so that's a big part of this is that the Man City uh, franchise has been the lesser of the two, right? They were the ones always trying to catch up. In fact, they weren't even in the big show for a lot of years. This new owner comes in. He's got a ton of ton of ties to the uh, to the, to the Arab communities. I mean, literally, he is on the board of all these gigantic companies. That's why we're here right now, by the way. Okay. So he okay. he was invested and literally ownership had ownership of a ton of these companies that quote unquote became sponsors of Manchester City, okay? Which is totally legal as long as the company is paying actual the actual dollars to the to the organization. So that's how this all works, all right? It's not like, you know, there's no luxury tax, there's no salary cap. It is whatever you can earn, you can spend. That's why these four, big 4 or 5 clubs continually win that that that's included in sponsorships whatever you earn yeah whatever you can bring in in fact that's that's I mean you talk we talk about it on golf all the time whatever you can bring in for yourself Right. Yours. So it's kind of similar to the Dallas Cowboys can generate
1: more revenues from more sponsorship sales than the Kansas City Chiefs can or the Jacksonville Jaguars But can. that
2: can in turn... But it
1: can't be used on the salary cap. It, can't, it can, only be, it can used, be used as cash, right. but, but there's it, a cap. Right, But and it can only be used on coaching salaries and front of office
2: personnel. All right. the other, of course, all okay. the other things. So that, that's the difference, and that's why this is such a big deal for, for the, the soccer world. Because as much money as you can bring in, you can then go to the transfer windows and free agency... Uh, and bring in the biggest players in the world with these new sponsorship uh, uh, earnings that you brought in. Well, you know, they've they've been they've found some hacked emails, and there were some conversations going on back and forth with these employees of Manchester City that basically said, uh, you know, there were some hush hush discussions happening with these companies that the owner was involved in. They were basically he was basically funding his own club is the point of this. All right? He was going through the channels of it, of his companies and saying you 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 put on the books that we're we're sending you 50 pound, 50 million pounds, but you only give us eight or nine and I'll I'll get the rest. I'll, I'll take care of the rest. Or uh, that won't even exist. Cuz if it's on the books and it's sent to FIFA as, you know, this company gave us 50 million pounds, well then that's 50 million pounds they can go and spend on a player, okay? So it was basically, you know, an accounting glitch or not glitch. Scandal. It was an accounting scandal where they were telling the the world they had this much money to spend. They didn't have that much money to spend because the owner was just backloading all this money in himself. Not legal. And you can imagine why it's not legal. It's it's you know it's it it's it's an abuse of power is what it is. And they brought in six seven monster players, and they've been phenomenal. They they won uh uh, they won two champions because of it. They got a slap on the wrist for doing this in 2014, by the way. So this is not the first time. This is version two of this story, and it's a bigger version. Here's where I want to get to. They got fined a ton of money. Okay, They got fined 30 million million pounds. Um, There's going to be a ton more replications after that. But the big one is this. They cannot go to the Champions League, which is like the world postseason. It's the major postseason for soccer. All these leagues send their winning teams, their top four teams, to this tournament and then that tournament happens, and you get a world champion. That's how. That's what the Champions League. They're out for two years. They're appealing it, but as of right now, they're out for two years, which sounds fine, right? They made ten million pounds last year as a franchise. They profited on their books ten million pounds. They earned another seventy-seven million pounds by going to the Champions League last year. Wow. That's that's what so it matters. It's a huge. It's it's huge Financial it's hit e- to these big to these big teams because they're spending so much on players, right? I mean, it's money in, money out for that, right? And but, the, and the point of spending on those players is to win enough is to, to get, get to the, to the, the Champions the League. Right. So n- now, not being able to go is gonna. It's, it's essentially two hundred million pounds of of lost revenue if you if you kind of roll out the math. Oh, and oh, by the way, a lot of these players were brought in with the premonition of we're, we're definitely going to the Champions League, so. Bonuses kick in when you get there. There's a lot of backloaded contracts, that you know, things like that, agent fees, all that stuff. Now they're not going. So now you've got contracts that can essentially b- be breached, right? Most likely, because if they're re- if they're built in with the Champions League as part of the as part of the payout, and now that payout can't happen because of a scandal, I, you're going to have agents get involved, lawyers get involved. I think players will bounce. I think the coach is probably going to leave this off season. He's got one year left on his contract. He's one of the most coveted coaches in the world, Pep Guardiola. I think he's out because he doesn't want to be a part of a team that can't go to the Champions League. And this might be just version one of this scandal. There's probably a lot more to come from it still.
0: So had they actually collected the money from the businesses, yeah. they would have been fine. Fine. They would have been fine. Fine. Kevin, so you- basically, the way, the way it would work would be, um, uh, let me try to dump. So I have 50 million pounds to spend, yeah. 50 million dollars, however you want to look at it, folks uh to spend on money that's that's what it looks like I earned cuz I I had Paul and Mike you guys each gave me a 25 million dollar sponsorship that's what I'm going to put that on paper guys just give me 5 that's pounds, it. a million. I'll update. do their 40 out of my own That's personal holdings. That's it.
2: He went to his buddies and got some cash and put he, it together. Does this okay.
1: remind you and Kevin, you experienced this a little bit Uh-oh. of, no, no, I, I mean I in know regards I to, <laughs> well, you I know, don't... no, 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 in no. Monopoly, Wait, yes. let me finish. <laughs> Professional teams that own their own broadcast networks and own other businesses oh, and the broadcast yes. network sponsors the team and promises a rights fee, but does that money really change hands all the time? Yeah. That's what this makes me think of it i'm not saying there's any american teams that do that but it starts to get a little fishy when madison square garden network and madison square garden and the knicks and the rangers all sort of live under the same uh, umbrella are are there is really money for rent at msg from one team going uh, that's what this reminds me of a little
0: uh sure um well, I, I'll give you an example from uh, what I know from experience. Let's say uh, I'll use Boston as an example, all right? The uh, TD Garden, the arena. And uh, I'll use the hockey team because the hockey players, right, the, the, the CBA negotiations, like hockey-related revenue, right? Sure. So what's hockey-related revenue? Things evolved around the hockey game. But if you own the team and you own the arena and you rent to the Celtics, let's say, and the Celtics uh, use it X amount of nights. Well, the naming rights that you've secured for TD Garden, well, you get to break that up. Right? Right. So, and if you can, I don't, I doubt you could argue this, but you might be able to argue, well, the NBA is worth more as a yeah, league. So they course. had to pay more for the naming rights. Yeah. And, so and there's TD, concerts. TD,
1: the TD bank may pay a hundred million, but 70 of it may be for the Celtics games and 30 of it may be for Correct. the, or 20 or, of it for the Bruins and 10 million for the concerts. Right. Is that
2: sure?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Disney on ice has to draw big. right? Oh yeah. Disney big. on ice. Yeah, uh,
0: draw So, um, <laughs> So, so the owner's sense is, is bringing in more money for the naming rights. Of course. Uh, with that. But yeah, it all doesn't go towards the hockey team. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah,
1: yeah, no, it does. I, uh, I, but I, you're
0: talking about broadcasting rights. MSG is a perfect example of the Knicks, right? Right. Uh, so, they pay a broadcast rights fee to broadcast Knicks games. It comes from one pocket to the other pocket. They may pay it more uh, for the Knicks, or they might pay less, right? And so they can keep more of the carriage fees. Yeah. Right. It, it, it totally makes sense. Like you want to be on. Uh, y- y- you want people to continue using cable, and if the only way you can get Knicks games, or in our market Sabers games, by yeah. having Madison Square Garden network, well, therefore it's worth more.
2: Yeah. So th- th- right. This whole uh, Manchester City has sort of pushed the envelope. They've been the Patriots sort of of this of the Premier League for uh, for this decade now. I'm saying they're <laughs> cheaters. Um, <laughs> I've had enough coffee now. I can say it. Um, so back in 2014, when when this new order came in, I, th- I believe it was 2008 when this order came in. I'm, I'm gonna be a little off on that, but his his first his first order of business was build a gigantic stadium. But not just the stadium, right? Because you can't well one of the revenue uh, you can't essentially bring in stadium money, okay, I, I, as part of this concert right. uh, concerts fair play. for example, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. but what he did, and I just saw it happen with the Braves in Atlanta when I was just there last September. He built this village around the stadium, and he rented out all this commercial space to restaurants and bars and all this stuff, and that revenue, because he owned it, counted. And that did not sit well with people, because he essentially built a commercial strip (laughs) and then used Uh, that revenue to buy players. Gillette Stadium is the same way. Glendale, Arizona. Glendale, Gillette Stadium, clearly the same thing. He's an envelope pusher, and he's a brilliant, rich man. But he is definitely trying to push things to the next level, and it's because he's not but, Manchester United, he's not Liverpool. He is trying to get a competitive advantage with his money. Sure. And, and this is this is round two of him breaking the rules. And, and where I want to go to now, and I'll let you get your point. I obviously, want to take this back to baseball. Yeah. Let's and, just go right and to baseball. Everything we just had with Houston, and, and you know we don't even know what's coming with Boston, but. I, Look at it. I don't want to I don't want to kill the Astros too much more. They're getting killed plenty. They are getting killed by other um, players. And now. at some point, we have yeah. to just stop and say, you know what? What else could be done? But I I want to push it to this conversation because they didn't take a hundred million pounds from Manchester City, which they could have done because they knew that this guy's got seventy, 70 times that already. That's going to be like Jeff be- Jeff Bezos buying an apartment. You know you know what I mean. Sure. All these we've seen the comparison. If you have, if you make sixty thousand a year, Jeff Bezos' place would have cost you what seventy five cents, I think. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the kind of world these owners live in in yeah. football, okay, in soccer. So the fine was nothing. That's fine. You can do that. It's a slap on the wrist to these guys. Taking them out of Champions League is damaging. It's damaging to the pl- the players are going to want to leave. Even if they say they don't want to leave, they're going to hate it after this year. They're going to hate not being there. They're going to hate not even having a chance to go back. It's going to be like a regular season that's worthless to them.
0: Okay. okay? So should
2: the Astros have been banned from the postseason <laughs> this year? I guess that's the that's the cliched point I'm trying to make here. We talked about it when it originally came out. How much different, how much different would it be if we knew they couldn't go? Would, oh, would we be hearing it. all the talk about them getting beamed every play? No. We no, wouldn't. We would not. You would so not. I think baseball effed up and how much, badly here. And how much would badly. the players how much would guys not want to be there? Trade or, me, right? Trade me. Trade right. me. Because isn't that how you really fix it? Yes. You get Jose Altuve out of freaking Houston. You got to do it. He can't be the centerpiece of that team anymore. No. He just – he's getting – he's showing off too. Yeah, he is he is the bad. wrong voice for this right now. I thought Carlos Correa did as good a job as you can do in front of that microphone. But other than that, I mean, the owner was a frigging disaster. Yep. I, mean, I cannot believe the owner, what he, what he said. But uh, to me as a whole, this is just – they're sitting ducks I mean, I, I've got it here in the notes. There's an over-under on how many times they're going to get bean this year, and it's <laughs> 83 and a half. They got hit 66 times, and people didn't even hate him last year. Right. Now, maybe they did. Right. I mean, maybe I, I'm, it sure sounds like a lot of teams and players knew this was happening. Yeah, across the league, it, you know. So maybe it, there was some back, you know, there's backlash. There's been a lot happening. of pushback, and I know you guys have talked about. This. There's been yeah. a lot of
1: pushback. Should the players have been had more repercussions? And I understand that the baseball needed the immunity of the players in to order get to, to get talk. the case and to start to suspend players was going to be a players' union. conundrum that was going to be very hard to solve but I think as we as it's settled in now I think there's a lot of anger that the players have walked scot-free from all of this
0: who was uh the pitcher just got suspended
2: from the Astros yes uh Martez yeah this is his second PED suspension right because they they need more bad news in Houston (laughs) um (laughs) and oh by the way Alex Verdugo is hurt Right, <laughs> the guy Boston traded I, for. I, I looked at it,
0: so he's gone for the entire season, right? Yeah. I looked at it like Al Capone getting uh, <laughs> uh, clipped for mail fraud, yeah, exactly. right, or tax right. evasion, or tax whatever. Evasion, yep. Right, yeah. So,
2: uh, right. yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Just get me out of here, right? I'll get you right. for something else, yeah, right? Get me out of uh, here, uh, which they yeah. did. Um, but, it, but in terms, it, in terms of the immunity, the, in terms of the immunity, you can say we're not going to suspend you, but. Taking them out of the postseason is both a team and a player yes. a player uh, violation, and and I think I think that's something that absolutely should have been a part of this. I mean, you
0: know, can you take the World Series away? No, uh, no. Manfred, Manfred said oh, we're going to take a trophy away. To me, away. that's ridiculous
2: because yeah, you, you didn't do it with the steroid guys, right? Right. rods right. Yankees still got to win that World Series. So you, you can't you can't set a new precedence there, right? Well, Remind me to say ask you something about A-Rod. but anyway, oh yes. the Mets, yes, I'm in. Yeah, I, I, if well, rod wants to buy the Mets, let's is go. Is that the relationship? No. Let's yes. go. Let's yes. go.
0: Well, I just you want J Lo to sing the anthem all the time. Um, I'm here for all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want real players. <laughs> I, I I hear you. Uh, no, I I agree with that. I I think. Well, if they, so so here's the here's the interesting part, right? So they haven't announced they're doing the Red Sox
2: yet, right? They haven't, and we think it might be worse, right? <sighs> well, how might- can
0: you make it worse if you if you if you, if you Let's say that they ban the Red Sox from yep. the postseason. How the hell can you do that to them and not the Astros? You, no, you can't. You you would have to go back and say, you know what? In retrospect, we are going to uh, you know do this now. Why would, do you think they didn't? It.
1: Why do you think baseball didn't ban them from postseason?
0: Because I think they thought they did something. They punished people. They, they got rid of the manager, the management. They made a, sent a message no, to every tell team. You. No, No, I, well, Hang on. They no. sent a message to every team in Major League Baseball and every manager that this is not going to be accepted. And the, the, what, I, what you're seeing now, the issue is not only fan backlash, but you have... Come on, Kevin. You're a parent. Hold on. You have star players coming out now saying this is hogwash. Mike Trout. Right. Who never talks. <laughs> Correct. Mike Trout just spoke out. And that said, means not enough was done, right there. If Mike Trout said it would have been fun knowing pitches were coming, right? Yeah. And then here is a guy who's done it without it, and but and then he said, "Man, it did seem like they never missed a pitch." Yeah. Right. Yeah. It,
2: oh my! Come on. You're a parent. Don't do it again. <laughs> never works. Never right. works. Right. That's what these players you got. Nip it don't in the bud. do it again. No matter what team you're on, don't do it again. Right. Slap on the wrist. Yeah. I'll tell you why they didn't. I'll tell you why Manfred didn't do this. He didn't want to deal with the players' union. Yeah. It's one of the best unions in the world, and and he would have been struggling to get through with even any a, of these even repercussions. Even a
1: postseason ban yeah. would have been an but issue.
2: But guess what? He, he it would have it would have been his legacy. Be the guy to step in and say this isn't going to be accepted, and we're going to make even if it's a one year ban. A one year, it should be more because they they took away two years of draft picks, right? But I, to me, this is a huge miss. It, it, it would have solved all of this. I mean, we talked about it with the NFL. You know, not stopping the story when it, when it could have been stopped. This is going to be an, a year-long thing. Every, every time I watch the Houston Astros, I'm going to be looking for who's going to get hit or you know, right. or, or what, the, what the signs are in the stands. I mean, it's going to be everywhere. Everywhere. They're, they're going
0: to be bench-clearing
2: situations, right? Think. you got to think. Because they're going to be brushed back. They're going to be hit. Well, That's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen, and it's going to suck. That what the league's going to do is they're going to start taking out other teams. Guys to throw at them. They're going to start suspending those pitchers. to suspended if they throw at any of the players, right? Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. You didn't do enough to police them. Let the pitchers police them. Right? It's it's going to happen. I, I just think this is a huge miss. When you've got a, a, an organization like soccer who just, I mean, look, they're corrupt. I've watched, I've watched plenty of HBO documentaries on FIFA. They're corrupt as hell. All right, but they they had the the stones to do this with one of their big league their their big teams. Uh, come on, you, you had to break this team up. That's what had to happen. You had to you had to do enough to to to, to make these players say, "All right, you got to get me out of here. I don't want to be here anymore." Because breaking that team up breaks up the reminder of what this team was three years ago, and maybe even, I'm even hearing last year now. There's so much data being put pulled out about how these guys have been doing it all along, including last year. Yeah, you, you got to break this team up, and they didn't do it. They're, these guys are going to be out there, you know. For, for the most part, it's going to be the same starting nine, and, and it's going to be bad. It's going to be really annoying.
0: Well, and you know, for the uh, the players that used to be on the team, yeah, they got out, no trouble talking. Well, but if you're in that locker room of the new team, aren't mm-hmm. you saying, to them like, dude, why'd you guys do like? I mean, listen, life's yeah. not easy
2: for them either. No, it's easier though. It's easier
0: because
1: those
2: there. teammates are all going to be backing them now. No, but no one's gonna, you know. We've got the Mets have JD uh, uh, Jake Mariznick, uh, one of the outfielders. He's he's gonna be the new center fielder for the Mets. You, you, all the Mets love him now. He's their guy. You know, you've been on yeah, teams. I, uh, yes, like it's I, way I easier would, yeah. for Jake Mariznick than it is for Carlos Correa right now. Way yes. easier. Correct.
0: Yeah. Well,
2: it, it listen. Not enough bottom time. line, uh, enough
0: was not done.
2: I wasn't gonna say anything That's about sure. this again because I've hammered on it uh, and I sound like the old guy old guy on the on the front porch, but. When Mike Trout came out last night, I was like, "All right, that's it, that's it. That guy, he won't he won't talk for anything." Right? Let him, you know, I can't believe he's talking about any kind of scandal. But if he's this ticked off about it, then baseball just simply didn't do enough. And I'm happy. I'm happy he spoke up.
0: All right, this story, by the way, broke in the Athletic, mm-hmm. and uh, we want to thank the Athletic for sponsoring today's show. Be sure to get that great deal at spot track forty off. That's s p o t r i c. Forty off. We got a lot of stuff going on. NHL trade deadline uh, coming up. There, we've got uh, we're post NBA All Star game. Which, by the way, congratulations NBA All Star game. Fourth quarter was amazing. That game used to be garbage. It is not anymore. Oh, dunk contest, real quick. Okay. That controversy. Well, many thought they should have given it to both. Like you've got to have a, have a winner of a dunk contest. But man, they were amazing. It was Gordon, great. Gordon was. I, I actually thought Gordon was better. Yeah, this for the second straight year. Yes, I thought <laughs> I thought he was better. Um yeah. good, and just when fun. you think like, what more can they do? Yeah. Although I'm se- I'm I'm done with the jumping over guys. I'm I'm done with
2: that. I think that's probably what everybody was thinking. Yes, we've seen this before.
0: Yeah, I've seen it before. You can dunk. You can jump over Taco though. You, you, when you push off his back, like come on, I'm done with jumping over guys. Get it back to are jumping over cars and things like that, <laughs> like Blake Griffin. But. um and, and Howard was, you know, he had some pretty nice dunks. So um, that's still a highlight of the All Star game. But the fourth quarter was awesome. Well done there. All right. For Mike Giannetti, uh, by the way, for Mike Giannetti, check out the premiere section of spottrack.com, ad free experience. You get uh, some more content in there uh, and more podcasts during the week. For Mike Giannetti, Paul Peck, I'm Kevin Sylvester. Thanks for listening to spottrack.com podcast.